And um, so let's take it away. Okay, so I'm running an aquaponics system out of our apartment. Um, so I'm relatively not well off, let's just say. And so food security is a bit of a issue sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of ascribe to the theory that the more I can do for myself and the more that our communities can do for themselves, the mm -hmm. less dependent we are on an exploitative capitalist system. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I look for ways to grow as much food in my apartment as I could. Okay. Given that we have limited space and, and dirt costs money, uh, all the gardening stuff costs money, I decided yeah. that I would save up what little I could as the months went on mm -hmm. and build a hydroponic system. Oh, wow. That's innovative. We don't have a lot of space. <laughs> water is relatively cheap. And if you're buying a medium in which to grow things, water is a lot cheaper to grow in than soil. Okay. So initially, I we went down to the river at a local park and liberated some soil for which to grow in, mm -hmm. which is growing uh, this Star of David okra. Oh, okay. But because the soil is uh, very clay, uh, you can tell that. Yeah. It doesn't grow things like tomatoes very well. If you can tell, I've got a little bit of a lechy tomato growing mm -hmm. in here. I see. They're it. not doing well. So, but the the tall uh, branch right there—that's um, you said okra. Mm -hmm. Star of David okay. okra. Okay. And it's doing it looks, well. It looks really good, though. Thank you. I had the okra puts out a um, like a little gel on the other side of the leaf. Okay. It usually does that when it's getting too much water and it's like seeping out the excess mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a bad thing it usually means that your okra is healthy it's just getting a little too much water okay so this clay retains water really well which means that i don't have to water this much but i can only grow certain things right so it's been a bit of an experimenting process between like soil-based growth and then the aquaponics. I was running the hydroponics system, which was basically- What's, the, what's the difference, Caitlin? The difference is that I have uh, animals incorporated into it. Aquaponics. So aquaponics has the animals, hydroponics do not. No. Okay. And so that makes the hydroponics a lot more difficult to manage. It's a lot right. more time consuming and um, it's very finicky. Mm -hmm. It can be done, but the bacteria that the fish give off that surround them helps to create a good growing environment for nutrient uptakes and through the plant's root systems. Mm -hmm. So it creates a, a like an ecosystem. So okay. the fish feed the plants, the plants clean the water and feed the fish. Mm -hmm. And so it, if you do it right, it can be a self-contained system. Mm. Although my system is 
not quite close to self-contained at the okay. moment. Okay. Do so, you mind if we take a look at it? Sure. Okay. So, um, right here is mm -hmm. uh, broccoli. Now that's going to get a little too tall, but fortunately for me, I've got these on, um, you can see up there. All I've got to do is just pull. Yes. It will rise up with it. I also cut these little niches into these bars here so that I can take these strings and when things get too big or need support, I can support them with the strings right off the light. Okay. Uh, now I've just got this new light here uh, the other day. So that's going to be my primary source of illumination for this top row. Mm -hmm. These, uh, this bar here and this bar here are going to lower down to get these other rows better illuminated. But um, I just hadn't got quite around to it yet. Okay. Um, back here, I've got Minbell tomatoes. And, you know, I've brought the packages in here specifically. Show everybody what those look like. That one, I should have sorted these. Uh, these are all heirloom seeds as well. Okay. Um, I wanted to do heirlooms because they tend to take to non-specific environments better. Okay. Like they're better general seeds, but also I can harvest the seeds from from uh, each previous iteration of the garden and either hand those seeds out to the public or I can um, just use that and or I can just use them to grow okay. uh, other things. That way I don't have to buy seeds like every year or mm -hmm. all the time. So, so um, with the aquaponics, you put the seeds inside of those tubes Oh yeah, I'll show you. Um, so these are the pods here. Okay. Um, this camera, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and so the seed just fits down into this pod. And this medium in here is a rock wool. Mm -hmm. um, you can get a lot of different kinds of mediums. Clay pellets work really well. Um, hemp actually works really well and I have some of that and I'll show you. Okay. Um, I'm using rock wool because it was cheap and affordable. Mm -hmm. This isn't environmentally speaking the best thing you want to use. Okay. Um, something renewable that'll biodegrade like coconut or this is hemp. Okay. Uh, what Where do you purchase that with? from? Just, just um, Google hemp? Um, you can Google uh, hydroponics supplies. Okay, got uh, it. Or aquaponics supplies. Mm -hmm. And you'll get a variety of options. Here in Dallas, we have a local aquaponics store. Okay. So usually when I have questions, I go and talk to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Somebody who sells it. Yeah. They know all about it and they 
they've got big setups inside the store. They grow a lot of stuff there and it's a great resource. Okay, so I have that part. So you have the um, the pods. You put the seed in the pod, and then the pod goes inside the tube over there. Yes, ma'am. Uh, basically, the tube itself, this is just um, PVC. Yes. All PVC, and these are all pressure fit. So I can disassemble it and clean it real easy. Um, it's not really anything special. And you could do this from any Home Depot or is there, is there water flowing through it? Yes. Um, let's take this one. So, can you see that? Yes. Okay. There's water inside. Mm -hmm. That water pools there for about, 30 minutes at a time. Okay. In which case, the pump that is right inside the sock, it's not a sock, oh. it's a filter. Yes. So that will push the water up through here. Okay. And it navigates from this top bar down to these bars mm -hmm. and then zigzags all the way down into my jerry rigged. Um, water outlet. And then the fish is inside of that water. Yeah. So right now I have a fantail goldfish. Can you see them? A little bit. Okay. How many do you have inside that, that that will keep it filtered? Right now I just have one. Okay. And so the fish's job is just basically to excrete waste. Okay which then feeds the plants. So which, which helps it grow. That's where the the fertilizer, the nutrients, etc. for the plants come from. Okay, that's great. I had two fish. Mhm. Mm and well, now I have one fish. Okay. But, uh, good. So <laughs> um you feed the fish, correct? Or is it I do. So Eventually, the goal is to be self-contained within that system. Okay. We're not quite there yet. Mm -hmm. um, I had been running hydroponics without the fish for about a year, and it was just trial and error. Yeah. I would plant stuff. It would do gangbusters for a little while, and then it would mm -hmm. just all die. Okay. So and the fish helps. It's essential to the system. It, it really helps maintain the system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so for um, aquaponics that size, you say about two, two fish or so will work or will your one be sustainable? Well, what I'd like to do is in that pot, mm -hmm. get up to about 10. Okay. Um, right now it's a little bit of, um, this is all, all new batch. Check the log here. Okay. I started this. Um, this is my log book. Okay, so that's good to have. Yeah, that's my maker's mark right there. Oh, okay. I'm an independent artisan. Really? It doesn't really pay enough to keep you fed and housed and all that mm -hmm. well. Yeah. So. 
you kind of have to do what you can when you can. And Understood. so this is all an attempt to be more self-sufficient. But this also goes into uh, mutual aid networks um, right. with uh, comrades of mine. Mm -hmm. so if I can be self-sufficient within, well, we can't be self-sufficient in apartments. It's just never going to happen. Yeah. It's completely set up to exploit people. That's the whole idea. Yeah. We can't afford to buy land. So what we can do is try to grow as much of our own. Yeah. Food. Save money as anywhere you can. Exactly. But also by doing this and releasing the information on this and helping other mm -hmm. people start their own. Absolutely. Then we get more apartment growers. Right. Well, if you ever decide to have a class on this, let us know because I'm all ears. Oh, thank you. Um, maybe when I have more experience under my belt. Right now, I've only got about a year and well, a couple months of success. Okay. All right. I think that's an awesome system, but is it expensive? Like initially, was it an expensive setup? Not really. Not really? It's all just PVC. Okay. Um, and the full spectrum lights, I started out with the, the original full spectrum lights were that rope LED. Yeah. Um, and that costs 30 bucks. And because I've been doing this for a year, year and a half, mm -hmm. I, um, let's see when the first input into this was, um, it was a, I was able to do it bit by bit, piece by piece. Got it. So... What have you learned about the the type of fish that can go, um, you know, that's kind of can sustain a, a aquaponic system? Is it goldfish or? I would say that most fish have the capability. Um, if I jazzy this up into a big system, like mm -hmm. if I had land, I could just pull water out of a pond, basically. Okay. But um, I don't have that option. Goldfish are really good in the amount of space I have. Right. Technically, you can eat them, but I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. But a lot of people who run aquaponic systems, don't, they, they get their vegetables from the aquaponics. Mm -hmm. They also get their meat from the fish. Okay. So uh, shrimp, some snails, um, crawfish, uh, goldfish, koi. Mm -hmm. Um, you could put, if you had a big enough system, catfish, different kinds of bass. Is it uh, a freshwater situation? Like, uh, the water you have. So basically freshwater fish, any freshwater fish will be able to sustain the aquaponic system or just any. a select few. Well, so if a fish needs a large range and mm -hmm. habitat to survive, it's okay. not a good candidate. Okay. It needs fish that can live in kind of small quarters, fish that aren't going to eat each other, fish mm -hmm. that aren't territorial. Yeah. Like technically, I could probably put a beta in here, but if I put any other fish in, the beta is going to kill them. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. And I know um, those uh, chicklets, they, they'll have more fish and it'll be super crowded. Yeah. They're like the rat of the freshwater fish. I could I do saltwater. Mm -hmm. But I would have to have plants that can survive in salt water. To sustain, yeah. 
that can survive salt water, which is, you know, rare. But for the most part, fruits and vegetables need fresh water. The fish need to be a freshwater fish. Mm -hmm. um, the pump is what pulls the water all the way through so everything can grow. And does it grow fast? Does it grow slow? Or is it just like the natural? Oh. Gangbusters. We're, we're doing... Okay, so most of the plants you see up there, I planted, and within three days, they were already sprouting. Okay. Like, we're seeing, um, let's see. I think I started this new system on um, November 13th. Okay. And so if you're looking at the levels of growth compared to, um, that are natural 30 to 90 days. Exactly. We're well above yes. what we would normally be seeing. Like we're already seeing healthy tomatoes that are, they, they shouldn't be this big. Right, this soon. Um, these huckleberries here mm -hmm. were planted, I have to check my notes, but they were planted in December. Okay. Huckleberries are already that big. Oh, wow. Everything looks really fresh. Oh, yeah. I've actually had a few things I've been able to eat. Um, mm -hmm. Well, with one of the previous systems. And um, it tasted really good. Yeah. Part of the problem with getting produce from your local grocery store mm -hmm. is that due to soil, uh, degradation, uh, over fertilization, monocultures, mm -hmm. um, failure of crop rotations. We're seeing food that's less nutritious as time yeah. goes on, mm -hmm. especially with these hybrid crops. Now, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I think hybrid crops are probably what we're going to need to like prevent mass hunger. Yes. But due to the conditions they're grown in, they typically have a little less nutrition. Wow. This has probably the equivalent of, okay, well, that's conjecture, but it's a lot more nutritious. Right. Because it's, I mean, you know where it's been, you know who grew it, you know there's no chemicals involved, you know, and you know how fresh it is. So, for um, aquaponic system that size, would it feed a family? I'm hoping so. Um, will you keep us posted? I certainly will. I'm also going to expand this uh, summer, well, in spring. Okay. The hydroponic system, well, another aquaponic system out on the porch. And I will be looking to do, <laughs> I have friends who might co-opt into doing things. Yeah. Um, but some of them have a lot of vertical space in their apartments. Mm -hmm. So, I'm hoping to put that vertical space to use with an aeroponic system. And an aeroponic system differs from a hydroponics or aquaponic mm -hmm. system in that the roots aren't submerged all the time. Yeah. It's basically getting a nutrient rich water sprayed directly onto the roots in an enclosed environment, which then drips off and okay. they just kind of absorb it. Um, the problem I've had with hydroponics, mm -hmm. the biggest problem I had was if the water sits in the system too long without moving, it'll go stagnant. Mm -hmm. And then I'll get um, 
bacteria that, that okay. eats the root systems. Um, so with the probiotic nature of my fish mm -hmm. and some Vinny grow that I mm -hmm. put into the system, okay. I'm mostly pushing out that bad bacteria with good bacteria. Mm -hmm. um, when I set up the system, the water was clear as day. Mm. And then about a day later, it got really foggy. Mm -hmm. And so if you set up your own system, the reason why that's happening is because bacteria from the air is falling into that water mm. and colonizing it. Mm -hmm. So uh, after I think two days, it cleared right up to what you see. So there. that's, that's um, what, are, what are the cons of having that system in the house? Do you experience like bugs or gnats or? No, uh, the cons are light and okay. noise, but I like the bugs. They don't bother okay. me. Uh, <laughs> so it's more pros than cons, basically. For me. Yeah. But I wanted to get into urban beekeeping, which oh, yeah. is really complicated in apartments, but technically you can do. Mm -hmm. um, so basically when bugs come in, they mostly just pollinate. I'll monitor them to make sure they're not bad bugs, but... I was just curious. I, I'm, I'm wondering with those lights, is there a way you can connect it? Like when you when you start doing it on your patio, maybe some sort of solar system, is that a thing or is it possible? It's possible. I don't have the money to do that right now. Okay. But, um, well, so in addition to being able to feed myself and provide food into our mutual aid networks, Okay. Uh, here with the local DSA. Um, one of my goals is to uh, start a co-op doing uh, locally grown, locally sourced, hydroponically uh, and aquaponically grown foods. Uh, down in South Dallas, we have a huge food desert, especially okay. now with one of the last grocery stores. Mm -hmm. um, one of the last major grocery stores in, in one of the areas down there closing. Which one is that one? You know I'm from there, so I'm curious. I don't remember the name of the store. Yeah, I know when Dixie was leaving a while back. They did. Yeah. yeah. And in South Dallas, a big thing to know about Dallas communities, for the people who don't know, is mm -hmm. uh, the book White Metropolis was mm -hmm. actually written about Dallas. Yeah. But Dallas doesn't care about its Black communities, its Hispanic communities, or its queer communities. Wow. Um, so if we don't do it ourselves, mm -hmm. nobody's going to do it. Yep. And so I've seen with a lot of documentaries lately on locally grown food, mm -hmm. uh, people moving into areas to create hydroponically grown food. Yeah. It's local, it can be sourced to the community, but what they're going to do is do it for profit. And so if we set up a co-op, Mm -hmm. And all these people started doing basically what I'm doing out of my apartment. Yeah. If we do this with a co-op here in town, we can own the business. It can be employee mm. owned and a benefit to the community. Right. And I think right now, a lot of people are talking about uh, black owned businesses, mm -hmm. uh, women owned businesses, yeah, queer owned businesses and that's great, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean anything if those businesses aren't employee owned because they're right. not going to be democratic mm -hmm. and they're not going to be for the community. Yeah. 
So I would like to go and set that up yeah. with other people so that it can be for the community, by the community, local to the community. Right. Without it pooling that profit away from the community and into some rich asshole's pockets. Yeah. So tell us what do you want like um us listeners to know? How can we help you do that? Like what what are some of the things are you needing? Um well right now I need other people who are willing to experiment and do these things so that we can build the uh, the knowledge base required to maintain them. Okay. Um, having people from the communities I'd like to do this in work with me to help that. And then probably the most important thing is capital. Okay. Unfortunately, nothing gets done in this country without capital. Have you set anything up for that? Um, like a no, GoFundMe? crowdfunding okay well we're going to talk again and we want to follow you on this journey and uh, like as i always say whatever urban farming can do to help or promote i'm i'm here i'm here for you i'm from dallas so this is just a two-hour trip for me um if i need to come down there to support you and help you in any way i'm willing to do that so that's on the record well thank you i appreciate that and I appreciate you for helping us understand exactly what aquaponics is. Because apartment living, a lot of us do it. We've done it. Everybody doesn't have, you know, the acres to do some of the things to be self-sustainable. So I really appreciate you. And your garden looks great. It looks beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, well, we're going to talk again. We're going to talk again. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I guess I would say that if you're interested, you can get in contact with, uh, Jimmy through the group. Okay. Um, I'll we'll, try okay. is it okay to post your information, your Facebook? Yeah, I think that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If well, I get we'll talk again, but, but once you, um, we get, uh, additional details about it and about what your journey is going to be. We're going to talk again about it. And again, um, thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again, okay? Okay, thank you so All right, much. Thank you time. so much. Talk to you soon. Adios.